This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show, and I'm just so grateful to be with you. So today, we're going to talk about how we start our day, and I'm just going to ask you right now, how do you start your day? In Psalm 118, 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Are you rejoicing? I don't know what's going on in your life, but God does. And I know that I have good days, bad days, in-between days. And I know that when I give thanks for the things that are going well, it helps me with my attitude. It helps me with how um, I, I take on the day. And, you know, we can get beat down, but we also can build ourselves up from the inside out. And so how we start our day is going to determine. It's like the attitude determines the altitude. Have you ever heard that? And it's so true. Think about what that means His grace is on this day, and his mercy is on this day. Whatever kind of decisions you have to make in the day, you can go to God anytime to ask for wisdom or guidance. So some of you might not have a relationship with God, and you might not be able to do that, but you can just by making a decision to decide to do that. He gave us freedom of choice for a reason. He wanted to give you the option to be able to choose him and to know that he is a resource. He is there. He created you and he is there to guide you, to give you wisdom when you're you're in the middle of a decision and you want to make the right decision. And sometimes, you know, you've got this little voice over this side that's saying to do this and a little voice on the other shoulder that's saying to do this. And you need that discernment that comes from God, that discernment that you need. And and also, God puts people in our lives, and we need to choose those people wisely, that when you want to talk to somebody about a decision you need to make, that they can guide you or give you insight that maybe you're blind, you have a blind spot on and that you want, you want, you want help, you need direction. And where do you go? I go to God and I go to the Bible. And sometimes it's it's difficult to some degree to know where to go in the Bible to find what it is you need in order to know which way to go. But I can tell you that there it is there. You just got to have to seek and find it. Because we are living in it, we are experiencing God's goodness. Even as small as the air we breathe, we should be thankful for everything in life. We do not deserve anything, but it is a free gift from God. I, I had... A hard time, you know, when people say, uh, you know, how are you better than I deserve, you know, and I have a hard time with that comment. And the reason is, is that I don't want to slight or I don't want to minimize the sacrifice God made by giving his only son to die in our place. And he placed value on our heads and on our bodies and in his creation that he valued us enough to sacrifice his son in our place. So when I say that, you know, I'm given more than I deserve, I think, yes, there's truth to that, but also it's admiring and appreciating and respecting the sacrifice that God made to send his son in our place. Any parent can understand just what a sacrifice that would be. To know God has made the day gives meaning to it. As I age, as I get older, I'm realizing just Uh, how much time I have left because, you know, let's say it's 100. For me, it's 107. I'm living till I'm 107. I'll be dancing till I'm 100. That's my goal. And I believe that, you know, we set those goals. And I I do set the, the bar high for me because, you know, when I was taught a long time ago that 
wherever you set the bar, if you, know, you come down, then if it's high, then you come down and it's not as low as if you would have set it where you really think it should go, you're going to even be lower than that. So let's set the bar high in our lives. Let's set the bar high. Let's not put a ceiling on what God can do in our lives. I think so much of us do this. I did this. I've done that. Um, in my business, you know, I kind of set the bar and I, I now realizing after 43 years of being in the business that I really could have set the bar so much higher if I would have known then what I know now. How many of you can say that? Yes. Ultimately, our life only has meaning because we choose to live for Jesus. What does this mean? When we live for ourselves, we do the things that make us happy and for the short term. This is exciting, but will eventually grow tiresome. Think about your life in the past. Okay, I'm taking a little little side note here. Just think about the things that you that you experienced that were like exciting and everything. But you look now and you're going, were those the, those the most important times in your life? True joy comes from helping and loving other people. Now, at my time in my life, this second chapter, third chapter, whatever it is, um, I am telling you that for the holidays, because we're coming up to the holidays. And I can tell you that my daughter just posted something that I've posted many times is to be present in the present and to give the present of your presence. And it's not the gifts, the outside gifts, the material gifts that really matter. It's the gifts that we give from our heart, those thoughtful things that we do, um, sacrifices that we make that make the difference. While we are loving other people, we are in turn loving Jesus because he has called us to love one another. You're listening to the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. I am inviting you to go to my website, and I want you to look things up. There are 14 years, yes, 14 years of radio show podcasts that are available to you that are based on subject matter, based on guests that I might have on, lessons that God's teaching me. I just really welcome you to and invite you to share it with friends and family. And um, I've met some families that have met me at events or whatnot, and they have their whole family there. And as a family, they've told me that they sit there and listen to the show as a family. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so amazing. And because I pray about it and because I want it to be God's word, I believe it is helpful for family. It's helpful because I talk about relationships. I talk about life lessons. And I come from a biblical perspective. I asked a a new employee about what they felt. And they said it was very preachy and very, uh, you know, um, churchy. And I said, well, yes, that is an element of what I choose to speak about because I wouldn't be on the radio right now. I have to share what's truly in me. Um. I I can't imagine my life without God in it and being in the front of it. Was he always? No, he was not. But I can tell you that he is now. And then I want to I want to make him um, I want to live up to what he's created in me. I want to be who he wants me to be. I believe I have a calling on my life, just as you do. If you're a believer, you have a calling on your life and this calling The only way you can make it manifest and make it really show and and live up to what God created in you is by you doing your best to follow his will in your life. 
and it makes decision making easier. It really does when you know what what right and wrong is, and you know what God's hope and and creation is for. It makes it easier when you're living day to day. When you start the day this way, it helps remind us of our blessings and brings us joy to know that God has given us life, work to do, people to love, and things to experience. So be glad for another day to live for his glory. Living for God's glory is living in a way that makes people stop and ask themselves, why are they so joyful? Why is that person I just met? We, you know, what is the joy? They seem so happy. Happy is from happenings, but joy is from the inside out. The joy of the Lord be your strength, even in times of trouble. When you have the joy of the Lord, you get through it because you know he's there with you. He's, he's there with you. And it's so much better. Does it make the heart pain go away? I have people that are, that are really struggling with loss of children, of family members through COVID. Just there's a lot of loss going on, especially right now. But where do they find their joy? They find their joy in the Lord. Why are they kind to the people who hurt them? Essentially, they should be asking, why are they different? Why are they different? Why am I different? I'm uncommon. I don't want to be common. I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't have to wear a cross around my neck. Um, I want people to see the light through me. I went to dinner recently. This last weekend was the U.S. Open for dancing, and I'm a competitive dancer. And I had eight to nine months off because I injured my shoulder. And shoulders, man, this you know, tearing, a, ripping a, a muscle in your shoulder takes a long, long, long time. I had frozen shoulder. I couldn't lift my shoulder. I couldn't. I couldn't do a whole lot of things. Even putting your seatbelt on is difficult, if not impossible. Uh, you know, um, opening and shutting your door using your left arm. It's just my left shoulder was the one that was hurt. And it was through dancing that I injured it. And so it took a long time to heal. So this last weekend was going to an event where I had not been present. Um, gladly, nobody like really forgot me, but I wasn't around a lot. And so it was like reopening this community and this whole dance community that is so wonderful. And I went to lunch, sorry, I went to dinner with a couple that's from Nashville that I had met a couple times before, but really didn't get to know them. And it was so wonderful to be, um, they said, oh, we can get an Uber. I'm like, I got my car. Let's just go in my car and I'll take you guys to where you want to go. Where do you want to go? And they chose a very healthy restaurant that in Burbank that it was such an amazing experience for me because they are foodies. I'm really not. I'm really not. Um, but I really enjoyed the experience. I love experiences and meeting these people. It was a, it was totally a God appointment. Have you ever had those where you have God appointments? This was a God appointment. And I am so thankful for the, the time because they, they're very godly people. And we had a very deep conversation and we prayed, we, we prayed and, there was a word from the Lord, and it was just so amazing to be able to experience at that level, which is, it doesn't happen a whole lot, but when it does, man, it's just like a, a sweet aroma and the flavor and just everything about it was amazing. And it was totally a God thing. And I told them, I said, you know, this was no coincidence. This was totally a God appointment. And I'm so thankful that I was obedient because I didn't have plans. I had no plans. And sometimes God you know, shows up when we don't have plans. He has a plan. And if we are available, 
and willing, he will direct our path, which is another thing that's just so beautiful and wonderful. I just, I love it. So if we live for God, we will be unmistakably different from the world because the world lives for itself and we live with a greater mission in mind. But when we forget, which we all do, and that is part of being human, we also turn into functionally atheistic people. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be that. I want to be godly. I want to live a godly life. I want to walk in righteousness. I want to feel with his heart. I want to see with his eyes. I want to use my words for his words. And it's just so amazing when I pray those things is that's what I want. And I have a vision of my future that God has for me. And I'm believing in that even though everything on the surface is showing up so much differently than what I believe God has for me. And this goes for you too. This is an encouraging word for you is that as we believeth, we become, as we believe, we achieve. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. Let's guard our mouths. Let's put things in our minds that are believing what we want, not what we have, not what we are trying to fear and, and, and avoid. But let's believe on what we want. Let's focus on those things. Be thankful for those things. And keep your mind focused on the direction in which you want to go. Surround yourself with people that you want to be more like. The people that talk the talk. The people that walk the walk. But wait, what does that mean? When was the last time you woke up in the morning and decided to skip your Bible or devotion reading because you did not have the time or you told yourself you will do it tomorrow? Oh, my gosh, I'm guilty as charged. When was the last time you decided that you don't feel like praying today to God for whatever reason? These are the small ways that we don't deny God's existence, but we don't affirm it either. When we act like there is no God, even if we know that there is, we are actually functionally not as godlike as we could. We are not guaranteed tomorrow, so rejoice today. Did you hear that? We are not guaranteed tomorrow. So anytime, a little little side note from Sue Freeze and the Lord's revealing this to me and speaking to me right now is that any moment you have to express thankfulness in a relationship, in seeing a good deed, just anything you can do to admonish and to express your love, your thankfulness to another human being, don't don't not do that. You know, you never know. This could be the last time you speak to that person. It could be the last time you give them a hug. And I am telling you more than ever, this is becoming a reality. So please make sure we do not have a guarantee for tomorrow. So rejoice in today. Why would you be sad about today if this might be the last day before Jesus returns? Seize the moment, or in other words, carpe diem. Back to the Bible verse, this is the day. Notice how it does not start with the mention of yesterday or tomorrow, but this day. Focus on the now, not your past or future struggles. Live in the moment. When you wake up in the morning, what is your first thought? Anxiety, fear, or maybe being overwhelmed by the list of things to do. Maybe you feel disappointed over something. But if you start your day with gratitude, you will eventually be overtaken with gratitude towards God. 
This is the day that the Lord has made. Again, remember that God has made it. Each and every second that you live is a gift of grace. So don't waste the opportunity to be the kindest and most loving person you can be. I will rejoice. Sometimes, the most often times, life is not fair and there are hard challenges. But what can we do? Even in our challenges, we can rejoice in the good. We can rejoice in God. We can rejoice that the Lord is with us through all things, that he never sleeps. He always hears us. Sometimes we have to take this first step in order to feel happiness and true joy. God will not force us to feel how he wants us to feel, even though he seeks for us to know him personally and to feel his presence in our day-to-day life. Many times in the Bible, people needed to act first in faith before they saw God working in their life. In this incredibly difficult, yes, of course, but it is, but is it impossible? Absolutely not. God loves you and is going to strengthen you to have the courage and joy that you need for today, but you have to want it. Do you want it? How bad do you want it? Instead of waiting for the dopamine rush, think of ways that you can encounter God today. I'm going to stop and just interject because the Lord's giving me something right now. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that I can tell you personally that I've been through a lot in my life. So have you. And there's been times where people have done unjust things to me, things that I didn't ask for, things that shouldn't have happened but did. And I have to tell you that I had unforgiveness in my heart because they should not have ever done what they did to me or to someone that I love. But what I realized is that I needed to forgive them, not for their good, but for my good. And for your good, you need to do the same. I'm telling you this not for me, for me but for you. And that the story goes this, is that they don't know whoever has trespassed against you, whoever has done, uh, you know, really bad things. Um, they don't know or don't care. But you're holding on to this, which is causing bitterness. It's a root and it gets down deep. And it can cause you to not experience true joy and true relationship because you have this harboring inside of you. It's something that is deep down inside of you. So I had to, and so do you, I had to make an emo- not a, a head decision. I had to decide in my head to choose to forgive this person even though they don't deserve it. Not for their sake, but for my sake. And this is for you. This is the message I'm giving you. And that we have to do that. We have to decide to forgive them so that we can be released of the bondage that is created by our unforgiveness. And when we do this, we get released from this bondage and the bitterness rises. It gets, it breaks up and it, it just, it just goes. And then we can experience love, joy, peace, all those things, kindness. We can experience those things, but as long as we're holding on to this thing, thinking that we're hurting them when we're not, uh, it won't happen. But it's a um, it's a head choice first, just like receiving the Lord as your personal Savior. It's a head choice. It's a decision. It's a choice you make, and God gives us that freedom of choice. Why? Because he wants us to make that decision. Anybody that has addiction, What's the first thing they need to do? They need to identify and admit that they have a problem. It's something they have to decide and they have to choose to make a decision that they want. First of all, they have a problem. Secondly, that they want help. And once they make that choice, 
then things can happen until they decide, until they make that decision that they have a problem, they've identified they have a problem and they admit it, and then they want help, that's when true healing can happen. So understand on so many levels, this is the way it is. Maybe turning on some worship music or calling up a friend who you haven't talked to in a while and encouraging them. Becoming closer to God doesn't always take the form of reading the Bible or going to church. Sometimes it can be just in the little mundane things in life, like taking your friend out to coffee, being available, being present in the present is the most the biggest gift you can give. Because what does that mean? You have to carve out time for that, right? It's a sacrifice. You're, you're so busy. I know I am. But it's those times when we take time out, just like this couple. They didn't have a ride. They were going to take Uber. I said, no, let's take the car. We went there. Instead of an hour of dinner, we ended up with a three-hour dinner. And it was the most wonderful dinner in so many levels. I mean, I learned so many things. Uh, it just was incredible. The experience was amazing, and I will be forever grateful for that. Another way to rejoice is to acknowledge ways that we can affirm ourselves in our day. Mark eleven twenty four underscores the need for this kind of prayer. So I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. Believe you have already received it, and it will be yours. Did you hear that? Mark eleven twenty four. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, this is changing your mind frame, right? You know, everything looks a certain way in your life. Everything that you see, everything that you're experiencing, your feelings, you're bringing everything that you've experienced up until this time in your life. They've come together and you have a belief on those things. But you can change that belief and change the outcome by doing what this just said. But before we jump into it, what does it mean to affirm yourself? And what's the difference between praying and affirming? Praying as when we're asking God for something. Affirming is when we are telling ourselves biblical truths as if they already happened. When it comes to ideas that God has already promised us. Victory is ours. How about that one? You know, you're going through a battle. We are all going through battles. But when we say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, when we say victory is ours, these are things that can help us get through the tough times. Instead of asking God to fulfill them, we should remind ourselves that he already has even. If we don't see it, here is a list of affirmations that you can practice today. Essentially, you are going, state your prayers as affirmations. God is my light and my salvation, rather than be my light. Go to com. Go there and check out the I am's. It's what God says as to who you are, and it will help you. If you read those every morning and every night, you will find that your life will change. It will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I, I welcome you. I invite you to go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word dot com. Check it out. Print out the three pages. They are free, and they will help you with your life. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. This is the holiday season, and we want to love on people and be loved back, don't we? So be a blessing to someone each and every day. This is part one of a part two to series. So thank you. And we'll be back right after the spree break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. 
When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS, termitelady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma. Revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, learning to breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining in the second half of this show. And Ecola, thank you so much for sponsoring this show. Ecola Termite and Pest Control has been sponsoring this show for 14 years. If you'd like to sponsor this show, get a hold of me by going to Sue Free, spelled like fries when we're com. I would love to talk to you. I've been advertising for a very long time. I've learned a lot in my advertising. So if you're a business, if you're starting out, this would be a great idea for you in your area because this radio show goes a lot of different places and we can talk. And I can help you and guide you. And then once it starts working for you, which I believe the radio station, that that it will work for you, I will connect you with a person, a representative that can help you expand and build your business because that's what we're called to do is we're, we're called to multiply, aren't we? So it would be fun for me to help you with that. So um, we were talking in part one about how we wake up in the morning and, and, you know, what do we do? What's our process when we wake up in the morning? You know, we are our habits, okay? The things we do every day is who we are and what we do. And if we want something different to happen, then we've got to change some of the things that we're doing. And it can be small tweaks in our daily lives that make all the difference in the world, like where we spend our money, where we spend our time, what we're listening to who we hang out with. These are all choices that we make and we can be intentional in our lives. And I think it's important that we're intentional. Why? Because don't we want to be the best we can be? And how do you do that? How do you become the best you can be? First of all, for me, I pray about it. I want the Lord to guide my every move. And I tell you, I'm doing this more and more and more because I want to do his will. And I believe for me, God has a mighty plan for me, as he does you. He created each and every one of us. Some of us believe it. Some of us don't. Some of us are 
we feel like we're plugged in, but we're really not plugged in. Or could we get plugged in more? I would say that no matter where you are in your your life with the Lord, uh, we can always be plugged in more. We can already always learn more scriptures, and we can always do more. There, I just don't think I'll ever arrive in saying I've done everything I can because I just think there's always room for improvement. So I don't know where you are on that, but that's me personally. And as Christians, we are meant to be spreading God's love to other people in a way that we are unmistakably Christ followers. You know, there's those that talk about it and there's those that do it. I want to be a doer, not a talker. How about you? Where are you in that picture? So how can we do that? How can we show God's loving kindness? By connecting with God each day, we grow closer to him and therefore emulate him more. Everyone has heard the saying that show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Okay, now I'm a mom and I'm a grandma. And I will tell you that I tell my kids, you are who you hang with. In, when I look at employees, I look at who they hang with. Are, you know, who are they hanging with? Are they hanging with the ones that are really determined to make it happen and to, they're focused on doing the best they can in their career? Or are they ones that are mediocre, that are just trying to slide by and trying to get the most out of every minute, but not for the company? So I can see both of this, and I can tell a lot by who people hang out with. And what they like to listen to, and are they reading, are they not reading? These are all things that can determine the outcome. And I just am intentional with who I want to spend my time with, jokes that are told, language that's spoken. I, you know, I just, I, I don't want my ears to bleed. I don't want to be around people that are speaking untruths or talking about things that really don't matter with people who really don't care. You know, I want to be with the people that are really intentional with their lives because we only have so many minutes, so many days, so many weeks, so many months, and maybe today, you know, and so I want to make the most of every minute. How about you? Where are you in this process? How are you thinking? What is your belief system? Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. The same is true about God. The more time you spend around him and with him or in his presence, the more you are going to be like him. This will in turn directly influence you in the way you act, in the way you see the world, making you a person that is different from the world. Another way to show love is to acknowledge that everyone is created in God's image and that we are all unique human beings that deserve love because Christ has loved us first. I don't know where you are in your belief structure. Maybe you're not a believer at all. I don't know that, but God does. And you're listening to this show. And maybe you're tuning me out right now because you're done. I get it. But if you're not done and you're still listening, I'm telling you, God has a plan for your life. And whether you want to believe it right now, I'm telling you that he has a plan for your life. He created you in his image and that he wants to do mighty things through you. And you might have things that are making you not believe it or you don't want to believe it because there's things in your life that you don't want to give up. Ouch. I know I'm hitting a nerve. But I can tell you that you don't have to change a thing to ask the Lord in your life because he will make it easy for you to do this. And, you know, I have friends, friends that I love that are doing things that aren't the best for them. And I am concerned about them and I want I want the best for them because I love them. You know, I said, where are you on your walk? 
and they'll say, oh, I have to clean up this or I have to I have to get better before I before I go down this road. And I said, no, you don't. That's a lie of the devil, because what you need to do is you need to ask him in your life now and then he will help you with whatever he's directing you wherever he wants you. He's going to help you with that. You don't have to go down this road. You don't have to live this journey, this life you're living. You don't have to live it alone. How many that are listening right now? You could raise your hand. I'm not going to see it. But if you raised your hand are feeling lonely right now, you're feeling lonely. It's the holidays. This is the time where most suicides happen. God forbid. But this is the time when this happens. Why? Because people need to be in communion. They need to be with other people. We need to have people that celebrate, not tolerate. We need to have people that are saying, you're special, that we love you, and we want you to be part of this. And there's a lot of people that are alone right now. I know because I've felt it. I've lived it. And I can tell you it's a desert. And it's really not very fun. And I know that I'm a lot happier when I'm surrounded with people, but that's not anybody. I don't want to be in parties where people are just being in deceit. It's it's untruths. They're living in a lie, and that makes me sad. When people drink a lot just to numb the pain of whatever is ailing them down deep, there's a root, and it's living deep in there, and there's a hurt. There's a pain there that needs to be pulled out. There's a root of pain, a root of bitterness, a root of something that needs to come out so that you can live a life full of God's joy. Yes. Was that you? Was God just talking to you? Whew, boy, that was good. Connect with me, please, and let me know what's going on. Let me know what's happening. Let me know how this show is, has triggered something in you or, or made you change for the better, uh, change and, and directed you towards God. I want to hear that. I love the success stories, and I hear them, and I love them, and it just it helps me with this, this labor of love. You know, this radio show, it's, I have to pull out. I have to carve out time to come here and talk to you. The Lord has put me in this position for a reason, and I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on. If I can help you, if I have resources that can help you, I want to do that. How do you connect with me? You go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there. There is a lot there on that website that can help you out, too. You can go there on a topic that you're struggling with. You can go there for guests that are on the show and get uh, input. I did a a study and found out that there's a lot of men listening. And can I just talk to the men for a minute? You know, us women, we're not real easy. I know that. I know that women aren't easy. But neither are you guys. You guys are kind of simple, but you, you really, you have a direction. And if you're in alignment with what God has created you for, then that's good. Uh, If you've got unforgiveness, if you've got pain in your heart and you're angry and, you know, anger is a uh, reaction to being hurt. You know that, right? When you're angry, it means that you're hurt. And so don't focus on the anger as much as focus on the hurt. You need to get a handle on what is hurting you. And sometimes this is painful to even go there. And I get it. I've done the work. And I'm not done going. For, you know, God's still revealing things. And it's like an onion. You know that? It's like an onion. And God will peel little layers of the onion back as needed. And so it's a process. It's a life journey. We're not going to fix everything right here, right now, today. But I can tell you with God's help, he reveals the blind spots. He'll put people in your life to help you reveal the blind spots so that you can get healing, to be restored, to reactivate the passion and that flame that's maybe been snuffed out. How many of us want that? You know, it's getting near a new year. 
And we don't have to wait for January 1st. Let's start now. How about that? Let's just start right now. Let's make some changes in our habits that we do every day. Changes that are going to make us better people. Changes that are going to bring us closer to our Heavenly Father, our Creator. Let's do that. This will in turn directly influence you in the way you act, in the way you see the world, making you a person that is different from the world. I want that. I I already am that. I'm uncommon. I'm reading a book right now. It's called Uncommon. And as I read, I'm highlighting so many things because I'm like, oh, this is where I'm at. I am uncommon and I'm proud of it. I don't want to be like everybody else, but I want to be true to me and I want to be true to God. Where are you in this process? You only have this life to live. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is what you have. God is giving you this time. And we all know we've, we've got a limited time. Do we have that full-on time? Maybe not. You know, there's no guarantees of tomorrow. So let's do the most we can do with each and every day that God has given us. I will be glad and rejoice in it. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Are you? Are you rejoicing? Are you glad in it? This is how we should start our day. Another way to show love is to acknowledge that everyone is created in God's image and that we are all unique human beings that deserve love because Christ has loved us first. Each and every single one of us, that means you, has a story that should be heard and has been individually written for God's glory. Okay, with that, I'm just going to invite you. If you want to tell your story on the Sue Freeze Show, connect with me. Go to Sue Freeze, spelled like friesmore.com, and let me know you want to be on my show. I want to have guests on here that can tell their story because my story has helped people. It's, it's vulnerable. It's, it's um, raw, but God has healed me and I am a child of God. I am victorious in Jesus name. And so are you, but you know, we can say it all day long. They're words, right? But it's till we believe it till we get it into, to our spirit that we believe these words as being truth to us that we can live in boldness, that we can live with the the righteousness of God inside of us and live and walk with the Holy Spirit. We are a new creation in Christ, and that means that whatever old ways we had before are now gone. Ooh, that's so good. Live your life in that way, recognizing that you are no longer your past self, but someone who is being renewed daily by God who loves you. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you. I need that every day. So pray for a new perspective that recognizes that you are different because of God. Reject a functionally atheistic point of view where you live your life knowing that there's a God, but not as if that God cares about you. And wants to have a relationship with you. Asks, We ask for the ability to see God's creation in a new way each day and to live for his glory. It's different, you guys. I'm just telling you right now, if you're going to go on this journey, which I hope you do, it's in your best interest to do this. I can tell you it's different than anything you've ever experienced before, but it's so worth it. Notice the little ways that God is bringing heaven on earth today. Be thankful for the people you have in your life and the new opportunities and experiences that you get to see and to do each day. This is so true. It is amazing. It's amazing how God orchestrates people in and out of your lives, orchestrates things to happen, and it just opens up a whole new world that you've not experienced before. But it can only happen if you make this choice and he's given you that. You're not a robot. Okay? You have the will to do what you want. And you've chosen whatever you've been doing so far, 
You've been choosing that, okay? It's your choice. If you're not happy with your life and you need to make a change, if not now, when? If not now, when? And while you are acknowledging the joy in the present, look forward to the ultimate fulfillment. This is when Jesus returns and we are united with him in heaven in all perfection and glory. Pray for faithfulness in the present day and wait on the Lord to see how he will shape your life. You can plan all you want, but that does not mean you know what tomorrow is going to hold for you. So trust that God loves you and wants to take care of you because he does. He already knows each step you're going to take and he has already planned out your life. So trust that his way is better than your own and that his plan for your life is going to be far better than what you could have ever, ever imagined. Is that exciting to you? It's exciting to me for you. Don't be judgmental towards other people instead. Love people. As the old saying goes, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. The same is true for people being kind will speak so much louder than telling people what they are doing wrong. There's a time for that. But being kind and speaking truth in love is really a wonderful thing. Think about ways that you can lead someone to Jesus today. Who is someone you can pray for or encourage or send a sweet text to? What are the ways that you can be Jesus for someone else and show them the love that they may not otherwise feel or ever experience? That's really good. That's really good. Who knows? You might be the first Christian who takes this approach, and then that will cause a chain reaction that will make them turn their life around. In conclusion, be grateful for today and everything, because today is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. This is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I want you to go there. I want you to connect with me. You know, the show is about, for 14 years now, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And Lord, I just lift up the listeners right now, and I've got my eyes closed, and I'm just asking you to touch them where they are right now. Let them reveal to them what it is they need to do. Reveal to them what's going on in their hearts, in their minds, Lord. And just bring the proper people into their lives so that they can experience what I experience, what you want them to experience, Lord, so that they can be all they can be for you. And Lord, I just ask all these things in your precious name. And I know that where you ask, you shall, we will, we will receive. So ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find and knock and the door shall be opened. And so I'm asking for those things, Lord, for the listeners here. And I ask for the listeners to share this show with other people so that we can spread the good news and we can be healed from whatever has happened. In our lives, because we've all had messes, and God makes messages out of our messes. Please, listener, contact me and let me know what's going on. Let me know if you want to be on my show. Tell me your story. I'm the only one that listens, so it's just you and I, and the Lord, of course, because he's in the middle of everything for me. And and uh, let's talk. Let's talk and find out, you know, the next steps for you. 
and uh, share the show, please. Uh, we're on, the show is on Christian radio, but it's also on country. Can you believe that? I love country music. And so it's really great that I get to share the good news on country music. I'm going to share something with you right now that comes from Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. Sarah Young just recently passed away. And I just love this book. And I, I've been carrying this book around. It was a gift from a, a girl that I met at KKLA. Her name was Catherine. And she lives in Tennessee now. And um, I'm just so thankful for this gift. And so I've bought these books and I'm passing them out because I think that it's a great book. And it's Jesus talking to you. Okay, so I'm going to read this and just pretend and not pretend because it is Jesus talking to you. Are you ready? Rest in the deep assurance of my unfailing love. Let your body, mind, and spirit relax in my presence. Release into my care anything that is troubling you so that you can focus your full attention on me. Be awed by the vast dimensions of my love for you, wider, longer, higher, and deeper than anything you know. Rejoice that this marvelous love is yours forever. And it is a marvelous love. The best response to this glorious gift is a life steeped in thankfulness. Every time you thank me, you acknowledge that I am your Lord and provider. This is the proper stance for a child of God. Receiving with thanksgiving, bring me the sacrifice of gratitude and watch to see how much I bless you. Think right now, I you know, I was um, asked to do this last year. Or was it, yeah, it was last year. To get a piece of paper and write a hundred things, not five things, a hundred things you're thankful for. I have not completed this task and I have, there's got to be a thousand things I'm thankful for. But until I bring them to light, am I really thankful for them? So I'm asking you right now, get a piece of paper out and write down what you're thankful for. And let's, let's make it a hundred. Can you do this with me, please? Um, and I'm going to finish this. It says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. This is first Peter five, seven. So you have an address to go with what I just said. Um, are you anxious? Be anxious for nothing. It says in the Bible, how many of us, especially parents, are you anxious? I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God, Ephesians three sixteen through 19. And here's the last scripture on this page. This is through this book and it's for the date that we're on right now. So it's interesting how it just relates to what I'm talking about right now. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. Psalm 107, 21, 22. So that's it for today. I have a few, I think I have one minute, maybe one minute and a half. And and let me just, I just want to be real with you right now and say it's the holidays. And I am thinking about the gifts that I have been purchasing throughout the year. I've got three different tubs of gifts to give. And I, I, I don't know when I'm going to get to it, but I've got to get to it. And I got to wrap them and... But when I think about this, most of all, it's not the gift. It's the thought process. It's taking time out of my schedule to be present in the present, to give the presence of my presence. So 
I want you to think about this on how you can make this happen. This is this is a devotion. It's it's having intentional thought process into how to make these things happen. To be somebody that is available, to be somebody that someone can depend on, to be somebody that you know that if they call you, they know they're going to get encouragement, inspiration, and maybe tough love conversation. They need to know what they've got in you. Do you know who you are and what you bring to the table? And do you ask the Lord to reveal to you the blind spots? Do you ask God to show you the way in which you should go? When you do this, it makes things so much simpler in the grand scheme of this journey called life. And I am just wanting you to get the most out of every minute of every day. I'm a maximizer. That is who I am. I maximize every minute. I don't like to be... um, I don't want to get involved in the small petty stuff. It's just not important to me. So that's my decision. And people that know me know this about me that, you know, if you're going to talk to me, it's got to be of substance. You know, I just don't want to be dealing with the mighty stuff, the little stuff. You know, I want to deal with something that's going to make a difference in this world. You know, God has a plan and I want to work his plan. And I want to be diligent in my intentions. What do you want out of your life? What are you going to bring to the table? What is the legacy you're bringing to your family, to the people that you come in contact with? Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Bye for now. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.